It's time for Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Todd Marquardt, attorney at law in Texas. If you're a millionaire or a thousandaire, Talk Law Radio is now on the air. Call in with your business law question, your elder law question. Veteran aid, Medicaid, build a business to get paid. 210-308-8867. Or ask a question online at marquardlawfirm.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-A-R-D-T, lawfirm.com. And now, it's Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. Welcome to Talk Law Radio with your host, Todd Marquardt. I'm your co-host, Christiana Villegas. And I'm Todd Marquardt, your host and attorney with Marquardt Law Firm, who sponsors the show. Welcome, and thank you for joining us. We had a wonderful breakfast today at Pancakes Joe's. Pancake Joe's, it's great. They have peanut butter. We finally had waffles today. I had to see what all the hype was about. And I have to say that Pancake Joe's waffles are just a level right before a donut kind of fluffy. And it was delicious. And our server, Dayana, was was very helpful as well. Very on top of it. If you have any recommendations about what we should try next on Pancake Joe's menus, send us your recommendations by dialing 210-308-8867. But aside from talking about our breakfast plans, what is the mission of Talk Law Radio, Mr. Marquardt? The mission of Talk Law Radio is to help you discover your legal issue blind spots By listening to me talk about the law on the radio. The State Bar of Texas is the state agency that governs attorney law licenses, and the State Bar wants attorneys to inform the public about the law. But because legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and because laws are ever-changing, nothing provided in this show should be used as a substitute for the advice of competent legal counsel. Contact your favorite law firm and ask those questions about your unique circumstances. Before we get started talking about the law, let's begin with a prayer. Of course. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for all the gifts and blessings that you give to us. Please forgive us for our sins, our mistakes, for doing the wrong thing or failing to do your will. Please help Linda, Christiana, and me give good information to the listeners about long-term care insurance today. Help us to use the gifts and talents you have provided for the good of your people, for our own good, and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So today is live. We are here on February 22nd taking questions. If you dial 210-308-8867. Last week on Talk Law Radio, we got to learn about cyber law securities, and we are here today with Ms. Linda Wong, but what is the topic exactly for today? The topic is long-term care insurance, but before we get to the insurance part, let's talk about what long-term care is. Oh, Linda, why don't you tell us about yourself? Well, Todd, uh, first of all, I'm grateful to be here this morning. And boy, what a journey. It took me uh, 30, no, 25 years to find my way to Texas. And I had no idea that God had a plan for me to help people uh, with protecting uh, initially their assets. And uh, I have wound up uh, uh, committing 
myself to helping people plan for an event uh, that can occur at any time, anywhere, any place that could directly impact uh, their loved ones and their finances. So you focus on long-term care insurance. Exactly. Yes, that is an option to help offset these very expensive costs. And what type of education did or certification did you have to get to do this? I'm proud to have spent the time and energy to obtain my long-term care professional as well as my certification in long-term care um, memberships. So those are certifications that other financial planners might not have? Uh, yes, and uh, more importantly, it's the uh, number of folks I've been able to assist to actually secure protection uh, which is um, not easy and takes probably more time than people think. What's the advantage of having that experience and doing uh, helping lots of people? The advantage is, oh my goodness, um, you know, people tend to do this uh, backwards. Uh, most folks, uh, when they find their way to me or uh, a person who specializes in long-term care planning and uh, with insurance, uh, they tend to just you know, uh, Google, find all these great companies, try to gather as many uh, brochures and quotes as possible, when in fact, uh, the only way that they're going to be able to secure coverage is if they can medically qualify for it. Really? Mm -hmm. So even if I have the money, I might not be allowed to buy it. Exactly. So uh, this is uh, a burden uh, for those of us who really want to help people to get this while they can. It's all centered around health, and that's a huge misconception for folks that think that they could just say, hey, I'm ready, let's do it. So then there's a difference between having to choose your health insurance and your long-term care insurance. Is this coming in terms with a retirement plan? Does that mean that if you're picking your retirement plan, do you can go based off of getting a long-term care insurance, or should you find a, fi a retirement plan that already comes with one? Is there even an option for that? Okay. That's a very good question. Uh, most folks are, are gray in where, you know, what health insurance covers versus how that uh, is connected to needing this type of specialized insurance. So long-term care insurance is actually, it can be an integral part of a retirement plan and our financial advisors, our, our financial professionals, they have the challenge of helping folks to plan comprehensively for, of course, we've got to have enough money when we retire for the good times and to maintain our quality of life that we hope to have, you know, after working 20, 30, 40 years. Mm -hmm. The big uh, expense now is covering health expenses, medical expenses. Uh, seniors now have the challenge of uh, needing to account for thousands of dollars of what it's going to cost to maintain their health coverage that does not even include long-term care. So that's a, a, a completely different area. And hopefully, um, if those basics are addressed, then we can talk about paying how we're going to cover these extended care services. So then doesn't Medicare pay for any of that? My goodness, that is a huge misconception. You know, uh, it's sometimes it's really about what's not covered. Medicare does a fantastic job. However, Medicare is not designed to cover custodial care or the kind of care that you want to have if you want to stay at home or assisted living. It covers just a little bit. 
However, in the long term, for what people are really needing, it does not. Medicare does not. It covers uh, a few days after a hospital stay for rehab most of the time. Yes, and if I can just address this quickly, I just answered this question yesterday. Following a three-day stay in a hospital, Mm -hmm. if you need follow-on care such as physical therapy or skilled nursing services, you actually are entitled to 100 days of this type of care, and you'll see it in print. However, what people have to understand, it is how you are progressing with your therapy with your skilled nursing care, that's going to determine how many days you really get. My father and my brother-in-law both suffered strokes three years apart. They only got 10 days. Oh, God bless. And they, uh, and that was 2010 and 2013. And then you go home. So that's where you hope that you have the people power. And if you don't have the people power, that you have the money to pay for people to take care of you. Oh, goodness. And that's really how it works. It's really uh, just, yeah, it's mind-blowing. Is that why people used to have so many kids back in the old days? They did. And <laughs> here's the challenge. Families are so much smaller. People are living further apart than ever. And we have more women in the workforce. So all of our built-in caregivers, they're, they're just not there anymore. It, it becomes very difficult to stay at home if you don't have people who literally just live down the street in the same town or just can get to you by a short car ride. As a millennial, you... We have that struggle. We're, we're taught so much from our parents that you have to push yourself to get a good job, get a good education, make sure that you pay for that degree, and that way you can have all the this money to save up and progress. But then if you have to factor in caring for your parents as well and all these unexpected things, how where do you start planning? What do you start planning for? Those are good questions. You know what I my my solution is? I try and maintain a good relationship with my children. And uh, Thomas told me one time, "Dad, don't worry about it. I'll pay for your nursing home." <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I may not want for him to do that. Uh, some of my clients they say, "Todd, what do I have to do so that I'm not a burden?" Well, if you want to know more about what you can do to prepare, then stay tuned to call us with your questions here on Talk Law Radio. Dial in at 210-308-8867. We're learning about long-term care insurance. You've heard him on Talk Law Radio. Now work with his firm yourself. Marquardt Law Firm is the go-to firm in San Antonio for wills, trusts, and powers of attorney. Want to have a say on who will get your money and assets when you die instead of leaving it up to a judge? Then you need a proper estate plan in place, and Marquardt Law Firm can help you do just that. They can also develop a strategy for your long-term care financing and help maneuver the complicated Medicaid process for your family. Call them today to schedule your no-cost legal consultation. Call 210-530-4278. Again, that's 210-530-4278. Protect what's yours with Marquardt Law Firm. MarquardtLawFirm.com. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio with your host, Todd Marquardt. I'm your co-host, Christiana Villegas, and we're live here today on Talk Law Radio with Linda Wong learning about long-term care insurance. Let's uh, define some things for the listeners. What is long-term care or extended care? What What are some things that fall within that definition? Todd, long-term care is what is a in itself. It is when you 
for whatever reason, have lost the ability to take care of yourself and you need special care or extended care lasting 90 days or longer with things such as bathing, dressing, going to the bathroom, uh, eating, uh, being able to get around without help. We call that transferring or if you've become incontinent. Those are the kind of things that fall under long-term care, whether it's chronic illness, disability, an accident. Right. Mm-hmm. And you might receive those services at home with a home care provider or assisted living or memory care or even a nursing home, right? That's right. And ideally, uh, folks, uh, if they had a choice, they would prefer to stay at home, sweet home. Who doesn't want to sleep in their own bed, Mm -hmm. sit in their favorite chair and watch their favorite TV show and get their snacks from their own refrigerator? But what if your your home... The structure doesn't match with your current situation. I actually was in a wheelchair when I was 15. I was ran over by by a car, and I was in a wheelchair for three Mm -hmm. months, and I couldn't sleep in my own bedroom. I couldn't take a bath in my own shower because my wheelchair wouldn't fit through the doors. Mm -hmm. I ended up having to use a commode outside, and I had to sleep in the living room. Now, as a 15-year-old, we can get through that. But if you're 60, 70, 80 years old, you shouldn't be taking a bath with a water hose outside, should you? No. No. And I'm so sorry that that happened to you. My goodness. Uh, Yes, it can become difficult to remain at home and receive care, you know, for what you just described. But also, too, it's sometimes it's just not possible because there's not anyone around to help you remain at home. In those circumstances, then you would have to receive care outside in a facility such as an assisted living or nursing home. And then uh, here's where how how we're going to pay for it. Yeah. So before we get to that, is it okay if I tell a joke? Since we're talking about the nursing home, uh, I'd like to tell you about a man who is visiting his 97-year-old great-aunt at the nursing home. It had been several months since his last visit, and his great-aunt was starting to show signs of senility. So when he saw her, he went up to her and asked her, Do you know who I am? She looked at him, smiled, and said, No, but if you ask the nurse, she'll tell you. (laughs) The nurse had been telling his aunt who she was. She had forgotten her name, and she would ask the nurse, what's my name? Good one, Todd. (laughs) So the, the cost of this type of care, whether it's at home or in a, a community or facility, can be quite expensive. Yes, right? yes. I have come to say uh, that when it comes to these, uh, this type of, uh, of special care, extended care, there's nothing inexpensive about it. It literally can cost three to four to 5000 and the cost actually will vary depending on where you live in the country. So people are actually thinking about that as they plan to plant their roots. You know, mm-hmm. what will it cost us if we need, you know, long-term care uh, in Florida versus New Jersey, you know, uh, versus Colorado, California? It really it can vary. So uh, that 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 is something that more and more people are aware of. I've had some clients move from California to San Antonio because the cost of care was lower. Yes, it's 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 a it's a huge uh, factor, and um, 
unfortunately, the problem is that uh, by the time that people wind up having to deal uh, with a situation, they're in crisis management. And uh, it, it's, you know, where is this money going to come from? Who can afford several thousand dollars a month without impacting what what their current expenses are? So then would they have to contact a financial advisor or is there some way that they can be able to figure out what kind of expenses one person should expect for their situation? Okay. That's a good question, but I'm going to walk that back a step. Uh, you know how you're on a plane and they tell you, you know, they show you how to put on the oxygen mask mm-hmm. and they always tell you before you help someone else, before you help your child, you know, put on your own mask. Mm-hmm. Right. This is where you really have to have your financial affairs in order. And surprisingly, there's a good majority of Americans that do not have a will. So my good friend here, uh, Todd, um, is the kind of a professional that you absolutely need to consult. Even if it's just a simple will, maybe people feel, hey, they, they don't even have two pennies rubbed together. But there still are things that you have to do to take care of when someone passes away, you know, things that you might have wanted to leave to someone, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all of that becomes so important, you know, at the end of someone's life, if they know that, you know, they don't have much time or, you know, they, they just want to do it, but they just haven't gotten around to it. And the power of attorney. Yes. While you are of sound mind and body, please get on paper what you want to have done to your body, if you don't want to stick around and have all this stuff done to you, all of that has to be done before anything happens. And it's just amazing how many people just don't get it done at all because they think they have all the time in the world to do it. Okay, so if somebody does recognize the need that someday their expenses are going to go up, they're going to need assistance, and they find their way to uh, searching Google for long-term care insurance. Uh, What do you think they should be looking for? Okay, that's a good question. And, um, you know, sometimes I would have to say people are are very shy and they tend to, you know, kind of hold back, you know, when they actually can lower their bulletproof vest long enough to (laughs) reach out and, you know, ask some questions and get some information from someone such as myself. Um, They should just be, in general, looking at what what what's what it's about and what's the risk, there is so much that people don't know about the risk. You know what what are my chances? And the chances are, and this is all available on the you know website that that, that the I, I provided you, Todd, mm-hmm. the Associ- American Association for Long Term Care Insurance. You have a seventy percent chance if you reach age sixty five to need some form of extended care, and people are like, "Wow, two thirds right two thirds, but we don't know how long seven weeks, seven months, seven years. nobody knows I had a client, and he just passed away. He was in the nursing homes nine years parkinson's wow yes i've I've had people share with me twenty five years, and I don't wow. know how long i I don't love my husband that much. <laughs> he needed my help. Yeah, I don't think so. So, Todd, really, um, you can Google all you want, and people tend to have done a lot of research. So by the, t- they, by the time they come to me, I just kind of bring them back down to earth, and I tell them, okay, you know what you know, but here's what I know. We have to find out whether or not your health is still putting you where you are eligible to submit a health application. You must be medically underwritten. A company must take you because everything is stable with your medication, with anything that might have happened in the past. And 
be approved to buy a policy. But they should talk to somebody with experience first before they start applying, right? Yes. And I would say simply, if you are talking to someone who does not concentrate on the specific complex insurance, they say, well, I do 14 of these things and I can do that too. Be very wary of just getting quotes uh, without having been asked very many health questions. And you'd be surprised at how many people say, hey, they show me these quotes in five minutes. Why are you asking me all these questions? So if you're tuning in right now, this is Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt, and we're speaking with Linda about long-term care insurance, not health insurance, not dental insurance, but long-term care insurance. And if you're looking for information online, you can visit www.aaltc, like cat, i.com. Org, if you have some concerns that you need to review about long-term care insurance planning. Or you can skip all the reading and uh, <coughs> go to uh, long-term care insurance. What, what's your website? Long-term care lady? www.longtermcarelady.com Okay. Oh, right. That's what they call her because <laughs> she's the lady that only does long-term care. You got it. Yeah. It's my handle. So let's say um, somebody actually does meet the health underwriting requirements. Um, then what happens? Well, then the best part happens is that we learn about it and we are spending valuable time and energy on the right company that you've got the best shot of getting approved by uh, and we design a plan based on your needs and budget once you learn how the different parts of the insurance works. That's another difficulty uh, when researching this insurance because there are moving parts. So once you learn how the benefits work, how to select a waiting period, elimination period, uh, what benefit duration or how long you want the policy to pay out, uh, and inflation protection, it increases your benefit um, every year. Once you understand how the different parts of the car are put together, then we focus on what is comfortable and fits into your budget without adjusting or without changing your lifestyle. Well, let's start with the first thing. You said something about choosing a company. Mm -hmm. Which company do you work for? I'm actually an independent agent, Todd, which is put, puts me in a wonderful uh, spot to be able to really shop for what a person might qualify, who might be eligible with to submit an health application. There are companies such as New York Life and Mass Mutual where they have captive agents and you literally would be just, you know, finding out if you could qualify for their specific company plan. But I just love the idea of being able to uh, help people with whatever might be, what might be the best fit and what's out there. I'm not held to a specific company. And that really doesn't work because there are so many people with different levels of health. One company may, may be a little bit more forgiving with heart issues. Another company may be a little bit more lenient with arthritic, arthritic issues. So that's the way I, I that's try to That's good to know. Yes. Yeah, you can help those people better. Mm -hmm. One size does not fit all. Okay. Mm -hmm. So after you find the right company, I forgot what the second thing you mentioned was. Oh, uh, in terms of uh, plan design, you know, yeah. how, how do we, how, how do right. we then price this out? Mm -hmm. 
Well, when people ask me, and this is really one of the first questions, what does it cost? And I will have to honestly say, I don't know, because it depends on several factors. As we already know, first and foremost, it's going to be about your health. And what we're really after, and this is where folks who really don't concentrate on it, don't have a lot of experience, it's about the rate category that we might that we can look at for you based on on my pre-screen what 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 you know what we can look at for you so the rate category you could be a 50 year old with very good health or maybe very bad health but the cost difference can be 25 to 50 percent so when people say they cannot stand working with insurance agents because they gave you a quote and they come back later when it's all said and done mm -hmm. and they say wow okay this is what you really got to pay but with proper pre-screen we get as close to a bead as a rate class and then we can price you appropriately so there's a cost of care calculator that you said people could be able to use, right? Mm -hmm. And that's at genworth.com slash cost of care. That's G-E-N-W-O-R-T for Tango, H.com forward slash cost of care. But if you stay tuned after this commercial, we're going to cover more of long-term care insurance when we return with Talk Law Radio with Todd Marcourt. We will come right back after this commercial. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio with your host, Todd Marcourt. I'm Christiana Viegas, and we're here today with Linda learning about long-term care insurance. We're taking questions. If you have any concerns or stories you want to share with us, confusion that you have about what is long-term care insurance, dial in now at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867 on Talk Law Radio. And you might be interested in figuring out how you're going to pay for your own long-term care, but there's also family members that might be interested in finding out if their parents or grandparents are prepared for this. Right, Linda? Right, Todd. And so, um, you know, it's interesting uh, that uh, millennials are uh, reaching out to ask me for help because they're hearing from their friends what they're going through with their own aging parents, or maybe mm -hmm. they're, uh, you know, just, you know, planning for their own future. And this is coming across uh, the information that, uh, you know, that when people get old, they might need some help and it's going to cost a lot of money. Uh, I'm talking about a reversal now about, you know, in the time that you have that talk about the birds and the bees with your children. And now the reverse is true. Uh, adult children, and especially those who were born to later in life parents. This is a great burden in my heart that um, they wish so much to be able to have that talk with their parents. What are we going to do? What have you done? Do you have the money? Do you have something like insurance? How can we take care of this? And uh, there is a serious gap between uh, their parents even having that conversation between themselves, much less having the talk with their children, mm -hmm. right? And with smaller families, this is a huge problem. 
you know, especially if the children are just getting out in life, they just got married, they just started having their own families, their careers are just barely getting off the ground. They don't have much money for themselves, much less to spend several thousand dollars to take care of you. That's a great bird in my heart. And more and more of these calls are coming in. They call that uh, the sandwich generation when when you have you're taking care of your kids and then you need to take care of your parents at the same time. Then you're the the ham <laughs> between the, the bread. Yes. Smithfield, maybe, huh? <laughs> Actually, uh, the sandwich generation, uh, my generation, baby boomers, uh, uh, specifically in their 50s, late 50s, we probably had our children later. I became a mother at 31. Uh, we have uh, the unique situation, difficult situation of caring for aging parents, maybe one, maybe both. Well, at the same time, we are holding down jobs. We're trying to be a great mom, a dad, a wife, husband, and uh, working full time. I mean, wow, it is a lot. You talk about stress. You can barely get through the day and wonder, can we have a home-cooked meal and sit down and talk together? And then you've got someone that needs to be taken to the doctor. They need to be bathed. They need to be fed. They need to get their laundry done. They need to get their sheets changed. They need someone to make sure that they get their medications on time. And for someone to spend time with them and let them know that they're loved, uh, it's a huge problem right now for uh, people who haven't planned. And uh, I am in that situation right now. I have a long distance relative that became um, a widower and we've got to figure out how to keep an eye on him and keep our hands on him. But we do have a long-term care insurance policy for him. That's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it just goes to show that the stigma is bridging generations, always the issue of trying to have your child understand the value of the dollar, but not openly having that conversation about financial planning and what expenses to expect when you go into adulthood. I, I understand all too often it's because, you know, let kids be kids and let them enjoy their lives and their dreams. But if they don't learn early about what to expect that's going to be out there waiting for them, aside from the expenses of transportation, the expenses of colleges, the expenses of your rent and for your utility bills. Now you have retirement planning, long-term care insurance, making sure that if something were to happen to you, what what kind of documents are you going to have in place to make decisions for you if you're incapacitated? How come we can't have these conversations earlier? And where do you go to find the sound advice and information? We know that the one website you provided, www.aaltci.org, can help them get information or they could contact you. It's easier if you just say long-term care insurance. <laughs> long-term care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, three small words, but such big words, you know. Uh, for the uh, level of emotion, concern, worry, um, and actual defiance. I mean, uh, it's it's amazing uh, how people feel about the topic. Uh, you know, folks have shared with me, well, I told my wife to take me to the tool shed. <laughs> or she knows where my gun is. And she's a good shot. Oh, it's goodness. like, okay, you know. Uh, we but, can't do that in Texas. No. Uh, however, uh, the bottom line is uh, what people absolutely need to understand how much of a risk it is, how much it might cost, and whether they're going to do something about it. I have more and more clients that will tell me that they don't want to be a burden on their children. 
Absolutely. People do not buy this insurance thinking, well, um, although, of course, it's absolutely a great beneficial thing to help you to get the care where you want it the most, which mm-hmm. is at home. And it is just, you know, amazing um, that people, it, what, there is a song, it's a jazz song, which you won't do, you do for love. You do this because you love your family, because you don't want them to suffer the consequences. And that's really what this is about. We all don't like insurance. I hate writing the checks for my premiums, but guess what? I have peace of mind because I've got my shotgun in the closet. You never know when you might need that shotgun in the closet. And then if it's not there, what are you going to do? Your families will suffer the emotional, spiritual, physical, and possibly financial consequences of what you did not do while you could have. And you're going to be watching them. You're going to be watching their health decline their marriages, their relationships, and your grandchildren suffer because their parents are just ragged from doing everything they can to take care of you. Do not underestimate how much your children love you and what they're going to do for you. Let's talk more about some details. Are all long-term care insurance policies the same? No, and that is another challenge. You cannot Google five different companies and just say, okay, this is what I want. I want this amount of uh, a a daily or monthly benefit. I want a two, three-year policy. I want a waiting period of this long, and I want an inflation protection of this percentage. Each plan is unique to each company. There is no comparing apples to apples. It's really apples to oranges. So the benefits of working with a specialist who should know the nuances, the details, what's different in the contracts and how each particular plan would pay out. Then, of course, as we know, we are looking at uh, companies for which you've been pre-screened and are eligible to apply with. You're going to know what's going to be the better fit for you, and you'll know exactly why and whether or not it's worth maybe the additional premium or maybe less premium. Okay, so there's features and benefits that you can either take or not take to adjust the premium that you can budget for. Exactly. More importantly, by the time you read two or three brochures, everything starts to swim. Uh, The terminology starts to sound the same. However, it's in a way that a particular benefit or option is offered. It may work differently from one company to another, and you have to know those differences. So when that time comes, um, if I've fallen and I can't get up <laughs> I know. and uh, I want to start getting benefits from my policy, what's the first step? The first step is to, and of course my clients, they, they call me and I'm glad uh, that they do, is to notify the company. Each company has a, a, a very organized process in which to uh, notify them and also to begin the process to file a claim. So depending on what is happening with a person, of course, first and foremost, uh, there are forms that will be sent out to initiate uh, the paperwork. There will be also included forms for their doctor to certify uh, that whatever has happened to them is meeting the requirements of benefit eligibility, which is uh, needing substantial assistance with two out of those six activities of daily living or having a severe cognitive uh, diagnosis and where the person is no longer health, uh, d- uh, no longer safe to be left alone. And 
Right. Since you mm-hmm. mentioned that severe cognitive uh, problem, it reminds me of uh, Supreme Court Justice uh, Sandra Day O'Connor. Mm. I met her uh, through St. Mary's when I was in law school, and uh, she told a story about her husband who developed Alzheimer's. Yes. She eventually uh, retired from the bench so she could take care of him, and she said that when she would visit him at the memory care place, um, he'd be sitting there with another lady. And he'd say, uh, hi, how are you? I'd like to introduce you to my girlfriend. Oh, oh goodness. <laughs> I know. It is, um, that's a tough one. And and I'd like to share this um, statistic um, that people are, are unaware of. When it comes to actual insurance, long-term care insurance claims, over 50% of the claims are paying for some type of Alzheimer-related services. Well, we have more to cover when we return from this commercial. Thank you so much, Linda, for helping us understand more about what it takes to plan for your long-term care insurance. Stay tuned after this commercial when we return on Talk Law Radio with Todd Marquardt. You've heard him on Talk Law Radio. Now work with his firm yourself. Marquardt Law Firm is the go-to firm in San Antonio for wills, trusts, and powers of attorney. Want to have a say on who will get your money and assets when you die instead of leaving it up to a judge? Then you need a proper estate plan in place, and Marquardt Law Firm can help you do just that. It can also develop a strategy for your long-term care financing and help maneuver the complicated Medicaid process for your family. Call them today to schedule your no-cost legal consultation. Call 210-530-4278. Again, that's 210-530-4278. Protect what's yours with Marquardt Law Firm. MarquardtLawFirm.com. Welcome back to Talk Law Radio with your host, Todd Marquardt. I'm Christiana Villegas, and we're here with Linda learning about long-term care insurance today on Talk Law Radio. Linda, I heard that there were some tax advantages to long-term care insurance. What's that about? What you're referring to, Todd, is uh, tax-qualified in, uh, long-term care insurance actually was created by the HIPAA legislation. And these policies that met certain criteria, we call them you know, standard triggers for offering inflation protection and as well as uh, meeting uh, the criteria for opening a claim, receive special tax treatment in that benefits received in general are not taxed. Now, uh, there is a limit, a per diem of 380 days, uh, three, excuse me, $380 a day now, and very few people have policies that cover that high level of, of uh, uh, daily benefit. So it's very interesting that you can receive thousands and thousands of dollars and and benefits, and not have to worry uh, about paying taxes. You were a person will receive a 1099 DIV, and I just helped a woman with uh, getting that form. And um, you know, it's 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 really incredible what this insurance can do if you have it. So, explain that a little bit more. 
that your policy benefit has to be at least that or it has to be under that? Uh, yes. What that $380 a day refers to is the limit to which you can receive benefits tax-free, but very few policies actually are paying that level of benefit right, out. Right, because usually mm-hmm. the the daily rate around here is $180 or $190 a day. Exactly. And also, uh, because this is a form uh, of health and accident coverage, those who are self-employed and businesses, they can deduct the in premiums. Okay. And of course, I'll, I'll provide access to uh, those to the premium deductibility guides. And of course, I'm not a professional tax person, but uh, it can also be a great benefit. And uh, of course, we're always looking for that deduction, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So the, they could ask you or somebody that uh, helps with long-term care insurance to show me the policies that are tax qualified. I don't want to see the policies that are not Exactly. Most plans that are offered now, they are tax qualified and a state has to actually file, you know, a company that actually, you know, all of this is all mandated by legislation and the proper paperwork to be offering these type of tax qualified plans. There are very few non-tax qualified plans now. Okay. Yeah. So for the most part, you know, these, uh, these are available. If somebody were to call in right now, this, this is what they would ask. They would say, but Todd, why do I need this? Because my neighbor got Medicaid to pay for long-term care. Um, So can you explain what what are some advantages that long-term care insurance might pay for that Medicaid doesn't pay for? That's a great question. First of all, Medicaid is a, a tremendous program that has helped many, many, many families that just wound up having to go that option. What long-term care insurance can do, as we know, it's an option. It can give you control when you lose your health, and mm-hmm. that's the most important thing. If we're trying to keep someone at home, and here's the ideal situation, and this is for mainly folks who are in the middle mass, you know, middle class, mm-hmm. that are making enough money where they can uh, afford some coverage, they're still health eligible, and they want to do something about it. If you have some help, most policies are supplemental. People are not buying these huge expensive policies that they don't want and need, along with some retirement income, Social Security, and you've got some help there, you know, for people to come and check on you and make sure everything's, you know, moving along. You can keep someone where they're going to be most happy. And if they're happy, guess what? You're happy. And this is the most ideal situation uh, if people can work it out, but it does take coordination and it takes family people, family members and friends to communicate. And, uh, one thing I like to share is in a crisis, uh, any grievances or, uh, dysfunction amongst families, they don't go away. They're amplified. People Mm -hmm. don't just wind up meeting at a coffee shop and with legal pads and pass a sheet around for who's going to sign up for what shift. Yeah. Yeah. I see families fight about that all the time, and sometimes there's one family member that doesn't do anything and another family member that does everything. It's always the one that lives the furthest with the least amount of means that becomes the hero, and I just, that's just what I, yes, amen. (laughs) I mean, that happened to my boyfriend, Joseph. He was the only one who responded to his grandmother. She was in the hospital with a broken ankle, and 
she called everybody and nobody would go and pick her up. And he dropped everything, quit his job and was with her for 24 hours every day, having to take care of her until her last days. It's an earth angel, what you're describing. And really quick, this is a plug for Todd. People do not understand that you don't get desperate and you just sign up for Medicaid. It is a long, lengthy, involved process where, and it, this is unique for each state, you have to give up your income to qualify for Medicaid. Right. That's the general rule. You pay your income as the copayment yes. to the nursing home, and then Medicaid would make up the difference if you qualify. Exactly. And most care right now through Medicaid is for a nursing home, which people absolutely don't want. And that's something you absolutely have to plan for with a five-year look back right yeah, now. Yeah. There are some uh, limited home care benefits, but it's not an entitlement program like the uh, nursing home Medicaid program is. So even if you meet the financial requirements, even if you meet the health requirements, they would just say, well, put you on the list. That's right. There's a waiting list and it could be as take as long as one year or two years. And talk about control. If your slot comes up and the nearest nursing home bed available is eight hours away from you and you don't want it because your friends and family can't come and visit you, it's called, uh, okay, uh, next, and you go back to the end of the line. Right. Mm -hmm. There's uh, something else that works with long-term care and Medicaid, though. It's the partnership program. What is that about? Todd, that's a, a great, great question. Partnership is a collaboration between a state, its long-term care insurance carriers, and a policyholder. What it is is that it can provide some assistance to actually help a policyholder to keep more of their assets, and here's how it works. If you have a policy and you uh, file a claim, you're benefit eligible, and you receive benefits, whether it's over a year or several years, the amount of long-term care benefits you receive and you wind up needing to, you know, f you know, look into Medicaid and, and, and start, you know, hoping to qualify for Medicaid, in addition to what the current Medicaid amount you are allowed to keep, you can disregard or set aside the same amount of benefits of your own money. It does not make qualifying for Medicaid easier. But how wonderful it is that you have to safety net. If you're going to be there for a long time and you have to stay there beyond uh, what your policy covers, it would be a good deal. It is just wonderful. Now, how you get this partnership language, this protection in your policy you just have to make sure, because they, they want this to be fair, you've got to select the appropriate inflation protection based on your age, and that's in, then it will be automatically included in your contract. Great. Now it's a good time for us to uh, talk about legacy. This is the segment sponsored by Marquardt Law Firm. Uh, Linda, you know that Marquardt Law Firm does uh, helps people with last wills, living trusts, and estate planning. And um, I hope my legacy to my kids, this is how I hope they remember me. I hope they remember that I kept them on the straight and narrow <laughs> path, mm -hmm. that because of the rules under my roof, they graduated from high school <laughs> without <laughs> having children and without uh, setting one foot in a jail cell. <laughs> They graduate, they, they get their education, they live a happy, productive life, and they say it's all because 
of dad's rules. That's mm-hmm. my legacy this week. What do you think your legacy will be? Well, Todd, um, in the context of, of why I'm here and what uh, I believe is my ministry, I would like for people, uh, if they found their way to me, to the long-term care lady, that I treated them with respect, compassion, and patience. And if they decide that they want to do something about it, that they have definitely experience and the expertise to get it done. That would be awesome. That would be a a great legacy. You you touch so many lives, even people that um, don't qualify. I'm sure that they get some knowledge from you when when they talk to you about their long-term care needs. Yes, and uh, if if folks, and this is increasing uh, the number of folks that do not qualify for traditional long-term care insurance, companies are offering, of course, the uh, the, the modern uh, long-term care life combination products. There are also critical care illness, short-term home health care plans. Companies are coming up with products that people can qualify for because in our business, we always say having something is sure better than having nothing. You just mentioned a lot of things that would also help that we don't have time to talk about today. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we just talked about the appetizer. <laughs> right. So if if they have questions, they go to uh, longtermcarelady.com. Yes. Uh, there is a uh, – you, you can send me an email, and uh, I do have a scheduling tool where we can just uh, – you can schedule a 20-minute chat with me. Um, I always tell uh, folks, uh, please don't worry about any pressure because – no one on their best day can sell you long-term care insurance because you have to qualify. I'm hoping you just get all of the quality, essential information you need to make the right decisions so you can roll it in, roll it out. And I'd love for you to have peace of mind because life is short. Just, you know, don't stress about it. Don't stress out about it anymore. Get it done. And so that way you don't stress out about that website. That is longtermcarelady.com. It's that simple longtermcarelady.com but you can always visit talklawradio.com to listen over sections of our show today that you weren't able to catch if you're tuning in just now if you tune in again next Saturday we are coming back live we'll be having a new guest and a new sponsor to to Talk Law Radio Falcon Bank will be getting to interview Miss Cheryl John as she'll be our new guest on our episode next Saturday at 11 o'clock. Yeah, we're going to be talking about uh, what a trust is and why you might want to choose Falcon Bank or another corporate fiduciary to be your trustee. Ah, so then if you have questions about trust, you want to have a reminder about that, definitely visit talklawradio.com. Go to our episode, Estate Planning 101, and that way you can be ready with your questions when you tune in next Saturday at 11 on Talk Law Radio with Todd Marcourt. We'll see you next Saturday.